Good for you, Olivia Rodrigo. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the Dr. Funk After Show. Thank you guys so much for subscribing on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are for being on the Facebook fan page for following the only Dr. Funkenberry account on Instagram for following me on Twitter and just uh, love in general. Hope you guys are doing well. Thank you guys so much for joining me with Paul Peterson. And uh, we had what, close to a three hour show less than a week ago with Dwayne Tudal, whose book is out now. Um, there you go. Hope you guys are getting that. Um, saw Dwayne's post today. Apparently, um, people are putting up a PDF file for people to download it for free. Like here it is, people were wanting the book to be a thousand pages over 700. Uh, this hurts their being sequels to books and stuff like that. Also, in, it validates me when people are asking for a music club, a new one, and I'm just like, no, because one person will buy it for every one person that buys the music. There's going to be 100 people that download it for free. If you're doing it out with a book that is very extensive, um, with someone who, you know, kind of has the estate's ear, kind of messed up um and just hard work being involved i remember um when i was doing my website and i get like a bunch of photos or exclusive news or music whether it was prince or katie perry or other people that i was working with it end up all over social media and it'd be like hey where'd you get that from and they just like laugh and then people would like oh man to like a girl like you always have the prince news first how is that they would never promote the site. And I'll get upset because, you know, I quit emergency dispatching to do the site full time. And, you know, that's taken like, you're taking stuff away. So I can understand like where this hurts. If stuff is being for free, it's gonna make the publishers go, no, they don't want this. So please try to make sure to support people especially music and especially print media it makes it hard. Um, thank you, Jeremy. Good to see you. Love you back. Um, Mia Boca. Thanks. I got the look tonight. Uh, I think I never have something that takes care of baggy eyes because the makeup doesn't work. Although it isn't the Prince makeup. What's going on, David? Um, <clears throat> Susie. Uh, you're welcome uh, for me asking your questions. Keely, great interview. Thanks. I try to always get better. Um, scandalous. Talk about Sinead Carton? No. Um, I don't want to talk about Sinead because the story that she said in 1991 was probably more accurate. Um, I think an incident happened. I think uh, the original story of her saying that he told her to stop swearing so much and put on dresses was probably more accurate. It was Frank Sinatra who was the one threatening physical violence to her 
in LA Times and the editorial section and the letters section and other stuff. And of course, you know, I think Prince felt bad about that. And that's why he dedicated Diamonds and Pearls to her. Like, look, you're dealing with someone who has mental illness. And I wish these people, these so-called journalists would understand that and not exactly print exactly what uh, Sinead is saying, but they want to go for what is going to get them the most clicks. But I believe what happened in 1991, more so there just being an argument and him telling her, him trying to give her some career advice that he probably was out of line, probably, because I don't know the conversation. But every year, the story is different. You know, apparently a few years ago, Arsenio was his drug dealer, right? That just tells you stuff that she's got mental illness and like, let's just let it be and ignore it. I don't post it and there's a reason for that. I don't like really like the drama and I'm tired of revisionist history, whether it's Sinead or other people. So you have upper and lower bags on. You can actually do that. <laughs> I don't know. Haven't been told that, but um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Sinatra was, was the one, uh, you know, that kind of <laughs> smacked some stuff into her. Uh, but I remember when George Michael was having, you know, he didn't like being a sex symbol and felt like the way the world was on his shoulders. And Sinatra not knowing what was going on with him, he's like, hey, Georgie, baby, lighten up, you know, enjoy fame. It's fun. But he didn't know that George was having a constant battle because he felt like he was misleading women. And it's just hard, especially when you're like a top sex symbol for years so he felt the weight of the world on him and he wasn't out in the open like Elton John was. I mean, Elton John earlier in his career, not a lot of people know, but he was married to a woman. So you have these things. And I think when George got busted in the bathroom, there may have been more of a sense of relief than embarrassment that he can just let it be out. So, you know, yeah. And David, back to uh, Diamonds and Pearls. Yes, if you look in the credit section, Sinead is one of the last names mentioned. So I think that wasn't done accidentally because the story at the time was circulating of uh, him inviting over to her house and kind of like the, the, the thing that I said about put on a dress and stop swearing so much. So there you go. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, look into it. Let me know because... Frank would write a lot to the letter section of the LA Times. And that's what he did about the George Michael story that I'm talking about right now. So, yeah. But that's what I'm talking about is George at that time of being a sex symbol with faith and then trying to just have everyone focus on the music will listen without prejudice. You know, he wasn't liking the sex symbol stuff. So when George was able to be free when he got busted in the bathroom, I think there may have been more relief than we know about. And of course, you know, the relationship that he had with someone that was close to him that he was in love with that passed away from AIDS. So it was just a lot, you know, I like Frank a lot, you know, but Frank wasn't exactly perfect. You know, just like how Prince didn't exactly embrace rap from the beginning, 
And don't think dead on it was him embracing rap. He was trying to talk the piss out of it. Um, but Frank, when Elvis Presley was coming out, Frank didn't like Elvis. He didn't like that kind of music. But Sinatra had a show then, and he invited Elvis on, and they did a duet. So sometimes things that you kind of will shot down, I mean, at the time, Prince thought that rap was going to be a fad, and it sure as heck wasn't. Sometimes these things happen, but you have to learn to adapt and learn to do these things. Um, yeah. And look, like, if I could sing like anyone, it wouldn't be Prince because these high notes coming out of this, it wouldn't work. George Michael, I would love to be able to sing like him. And such a talent and gone way too soon and just, you know not being able to live in his truth. Sometimes it can like take years off your life. So yeah, Kim, we'll get it. We'll get into health in a little bit. Um, do I know anything about one of Prince's clubs catching on fire back in the day? Which one was this the one at glam slam Miami? I may have heard something like that, but I need to know which one. Um, don't think the one in LA was, um, ever reported that doesn't mean it didn't happen see there's a sinatra letter now you'd have to like really search for what he said about Sinead, but it was in there and it literally was right around the time when she started talking about the prince stuff so maybe you know the threat of violence from sinatra got mixed up with prince or other stuff you know so yeah when you met when you met who who was very nice Prince, George Michael, Frank, me. I hear I'm an asshole. I'm playing. Um, did they ever actually find George Michael's cause of death? I think it was um, heart issues. You know, I know that at the time it was reported of him doing a lot of drugs, but he was a little bit bigger uh, than he was during, like, say, during when he did Amazing on Oprah and stuff like that. And even on the 25 live tour, how he looked, which was still great. Um, but he did gain a substantial amount of weight during that time. And during a documentary that he was doing, he didn't talk on camera, but he did mention Prince and Prince's passing. So, you know, George Michael. George is cool. I was able, never met him. But um, his people did reach out to me um, through my website and then on my MySpace page when they were doing stuff. So that was cool. And uh, I was able to see him at the 25 Live Tour and I saw him perform Living for the City with uh, Stevie Wonder. So that was pretty awesome. And uh, consummate professional, in my opinion. He just, he had a struggle that not a lot of people knew about. And look, there, if Listen Without Prejudice came out in 89 instead of 1990, you know, in the 80s, you had the big three. You had Madonna, you had Prince, and you had the, that guy, MJ. George, even though with Wham, you had the Wham rap, you had Careless Whisper, you had Freedom, and of course you had Freedom 90, but that was in 1990. Um, I knew you were waiting for me, which is what got him his black audience with, Aretha Franklin and then Faith 
I Want Your Sex was huge. Father figure, so many women love that video where the girl slaps him and he still goes in for the kiss. There's just a lot of stuff on that. You can, if there was a fourth, and, and if, you know, Listen Without Prejudice was released in 89, there is an argument that if there was a four instead of the big three of Prince, Madonna, and Michael, you could have added George to that for sure. He had the hits and then stuff fell off in the 90s, but we, we understand why he was having an internal battle. So it's all good, Bob. You can check out the replay. Was there a fight scene of Paul Peterson cut out from Purple Rain? I believe there was that you see in the trailer, um, but we never seen the actual like full scene. And from what other people are saying, we probably won't be seeing it anytime soon. Um, Steve Park gave Prince some of my art from the comic Three Chains of Gold and Prince had displayed in either a store or club that caught fire that was destroyed. Oh, so that was in Minneapolis. Well, that sucks. Did you ever, did you have another copy or was that your only one? I'm sorry to hear that, David. Um, met Stevie at Glam Slam LA in the bathroom. Oh, I hope his aim was good. No disrespect. Uh, too Funky, great song. And that was on the Red Hot and Blue album, which was um, uh, for AIDS. You know, and that's when he like first showed his face for the first time in a couple of years, being the person filming behind the scenes. So all born in 1958, the big three. And not only that, within three months of each other, uh, Prince and June and both Madonna and Michael in August. Crazy. And all in the Midwest. How crazy is that? There was something in the water for sure in 1958. You know, well, a little bit of, excuse me, 57, you know, just because consummation. Original art. So sorry to hear that, David. Have you ever heard the new song with Mariah and Jimmy and Terry today? I have not. I always prepare when I do a show. I know it's out there. Um, and Mariah has been very busy in the studio. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but I haven't heard it yet. Whenever I have someone on like Paul, even though I know a lot, I go through it. I pull out my records, was trying to go through my old black beats and these other things just because you can never be overprepared. And I try to let my questions breathe and come organically. You know, I'll have my iPad here. It's not like I have a notebook, but just going on through stuff and making sure that some of the things that we talk about before we get on air, I want to make sure that are safe. And Paul, there was nothing that he said we couldn't talk about. So it's fine. Apple said all the lead scenes were destroyed. Well, there you go. And <laughs> fair enough. Gone forever. It's imprinted. Also appeared in a cream magazine review with friends. At least you have that. I don't know if you ever thought of recreating it again or adding some other stuff in it. If you can do that, that would probably still be pretty awesome. So yeah, it was released today. I got the thing I saw from Pitchfork. There's someone that's been working with Mariah and they weren't aware of it, but she has been in the studio all week. So yeah. Uh, did he play any of his new music, his big city track time? Yeah. Um, he played me his new music and Big City was mentioned um, in songs in 2013 that he sent me in an article about like when we were promoting about having Mo Funk in your trunk. 
let me um, try to go through it. Sorry, there's some emails I got right now. People are not realizing I'm on air. I'm like, I don't care. But let's see. Let's see if I can punch it up. Big city. And see if I can find that email. Funk. Trunk. Okay. Got to go back to... 2013 and as i was saying so bear with me this is why one day this show is going to be so professional i'm going to have an assistant or a producer that's going to do this stuff so i continue to keep looking at you guys on camera and um should have looked for more keywords so i think it was like in october november Let me try to find a different thing. Big city. Um, sorry, guys, you got to like find keywords and then you're going through years of emails. But there was a lot of songs on there. I'm trying to remember another one. Maybe it was the Amber one. Geez, I'm only on 2019. All right, 2018, 17. A lot of stuff has big city imprints in it. That's part of the problem. So I have to remember more of what's in there. Although I could just look up. There it is, 12, 18, 13. Okay, just topics on that day was Essence, Connecticut, Bear, Bearded Lady, New CD, Live, The Twins, F Deluxe, Andrea Lisa, plus the entire year. Um, let's see. The entire message. Okay. That was December 2013. Yeah, Big City and other stuff was mentioned as stuff that was going to come out. And it's like basically every single track it was five tracks and it all came out on phase two, but it was being talked about in 2013. So have I purchased any of the urban decay cosmetic range? I had someone send me stuff that has my address. I didn't get the vault. Um, I would love to have that box, but the makeup would just be ruined. Um, if I had a girl, probably would have uh, gotten it for her as a gift, but I don't. I'm just not getting it for myself. But yeah, some people like um, they sent me stuff that I I would use that I do like the setting powder, like the last thing I do when I put on my eye makeup, and um, I believe this is a brush, so that's cool, and then. Uh, the liquid face. So there's that. And then the last thing was um, the palette, the eyeshadow palette. I don't know if I can pull that off unless I got the guy liner going on. But um, I'm very appreciative. It was unexpected. I did plan on getting some brushes because I do use those and those last a while. But I'm very thankful um, for that because I uh, have to put my money towards um, medical bills and other stuff. So we get to that. The Mariah song could easily be a John outtake. I look forward to hearing it. Um, 
yeah. Let me try one more time. I'm just getting text. But there was like a, a few times where he munched funk in your trunk. And then we had images for it. Yeah, you wouldn't believe. Yeah, truckload of funk. And we have like messages for it. Yeah, because my designer was going um, back in it. Truckload of funk. Okay, so that's back in March. Trunk of funk. Third Eye Girl booklet proposal. You guys don't need to know all that stuff. But um, yeah, it's in there. I could just do this. Let me just punch in the email address of where it was sent. Palladium 2014. <clears throat> Live Out Loud box set. Hmm. I think that was like an illegal recording they wanted to know about. Give them what they love. Green light edition. Okay. We'll worry about it another time. But yes, it was from 2013 and other stuff. Uh, more emails than I thought from her. But there you go. So. Always wonder what it was like for these artists that work with for Prince Jesse to go back to Paisley after Prince's passing. Yeah, that's why I had to ask the question. Um, gonna get the makeup and not use it. Some makeup goes bad, but if you got the 250, get it. Uh, they still have it available. I know some people have been having trouble with it. Looking forward to my new Prince Studio Sessions book from Dwayne. Bye, don't bootleg. Yeah. Update on your health. Uh, Doc, will you getting the truth on vacation on vinyl? I will be getting the truth on vinyl. And I won't be showing it off till Saturday. You know, so there we go. Bought Dwayne's book, Electric Feet, is Saturday. I think the messed up it had out already. That's cool. I believe that Dwayne's book um, is going to be available at more places in Minneapolis than just Electric Feet. So that's going to be cool. Do I know if the estate will release a reissue of the Batman soundtrack and auxiliary songs from that time? Okay, that um, when it comes to things that will be under Warner Brothers for a few years longer, Purple Rain, Parade, uh, Graffiti Bridge, and the Batman soundtrack, those fall under different deals. So it's possible. I think Batman is in desperate need of a remaster and the deluxe treatment, like I said, with... Uh, the remix with Big Daddy Kane and a few other uh, stuff that didn't come out would be really cool. So not talking about that. I have, I'm not eating an apple and I will sip my tea, but not spill it. I didn't post about that interview and there's reasons why. Sheila E. like posted a thing the other day and like, you know, gave love to Apollonia. So, you know, there you go. Someone posted a comment on my YouTube that was quite interesting that 
Um, just that sometimes like, you know, we hear stuff for years and then when it's a little bit different, we get hurt and frustrated and protective. So it's like ripping off a wound that isn't fully healed yet. Are you on Facebook so we can join? Can I join? What are you talking about? So I'm seeing a lot of downs of he's music on IG and Facebook. Don't know what down is. Um, any word about the piano microphone Paisley Park being released? Not yet. And I, you know, look, here it is. A book gets released and people are putting it out for free. What's going to happen if you put something like that out? You know, that's like a royal jewel. We want that to sell well and people to buy it. Let's see how Welcome to America sells. I'm really hopeful that this will be the biggest standalone sale release posthumously. Um, of course, it comes out the same day as Billie Eilish. So it's not going to get that number one position, but let's uh, see if we can keep it there for a while. So, yeah. D-Nice, I missed that. I was just kind of like zoning out. Um, I had a really big guest lined up for you guys for a special show tomorrow, and it fell through, and I just was kind of like frustrated because I put a lot of work into getting guests on and a lot of time, and it was a few weeks invested, and it would have been amazing because uh, people rarely hear this person talk. So I was really looking forward to it. So... Ultra Macy's is selling the Prince Vault pieces, not the Vault Box Collection. Starting the selling pieces yesterday. Pretty cool. What up, Jesse? Hope radio stations can put Welcome to America in the rotation. It's tough. Um, BBC Six doing Born to Die. You know, they kind of had the same thing when Plectrum Electrum was released over there and having Donna and Hannah and Ida go over there and talk about it. So... Sirius XM channel 33 has been playing it. I'm going to try this go around with the songs they're playing. That's good to hear. I hope it lasts more than June. There's just the money that Sirius would have to have to pay the print station. I just don't think they can come to an agreement on. But that's okay by me because I want the estate to get their money. So there's a lot of buzz about Welcome to America. Any publicity is good. I'm buying mine 100%. You know, especially that uh, expensive box set, for sure. <clears throat> Even though the PDF file got around for the new Prince book, I really believe the book is going to sell well regardless. Yeah, I just want that stuff down. It's just, you know, it's just like what I said. That's why I'm like, I wouldn't be down for a new music club until you can prove that people can't get it where one person pays for it and then a bunch of people get it for free. It's a problem. Uh, do I think the time will ever get together for a few live shows? Original seven. Ask Jesse, ask Morris, you know, uh, I'm sure if the paper is right, it'll happen, you know? So be nice or serious. Could choose a channel that also in his car is not just online. Yeah. They've had that before. I don't know what happened. Kirk was at jamming with Paul on Monday, it was part of the people jamming along with Tommy Barbarella, and we'll leave it at that when it comes to stuff. 
how much longer have we the health question? Let's see. So. Don't want dead air doing your stuff. Let's see what else we have. Aside from the new Mariah and Jimmy Jansen. You know, and getting a flyer ready for our next guest for next week. So, yeah. Oh, boy. It's funny. Message from someone named Apple, but not that Apple. So, anyway, I just find that very interesting for sure. So, okay, clear it out. And there we go. So, just spell it. Yeah, it's good that you pre ordered it from Dwayne. You'll get it autographed. Who would I like to see come out and talk about Prince? There are so many people, so many people. I feel so many people have Prince stories that you guys just don't know about. And I uh, can't wait to make it happen. Just know that I'm trying. But I, you know, I do everything myself from booking the guest, from, you know, the stuff. The only thing is the flyers. I'd love to have someone that um, could do flyers quickly and get stuff done. I'm appreciative of the people that have done it in the past. Um, but I need consistency and other stuff. Great. Eating right, taking care of yourself. I'm, yes, I'm doing that. Thank you, Janice. Peace, love, and be wild to you too. Do I know if the revolution is going out this year? CMPG dates. I haven't heard anything, but it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Um, but, you know, I haven't been reached out on that. So, what are my thoughts on Sue and Carwell's stuff? I haven't exactly heard it. So, you know, that's it on that front. So, yeah. Don't like there to be dead air. You know, we have the makeup. We have Born to Die. We have the new album dropping July 30th. Um, the Party Man single that was released through uh, the soccer team. And I know the, the jerseys and other stuff were supposed to be out already. They're obviously not. Haven't heard anything further about it. Um, Stephen Hill. Thank you. Uh, we will be having him on for part two. So is Paisley Park anyone paying you for your hard work? Uh, no. I work for you guys. And um, I look, it'd be a dream. Um, they know I'm here, uh, especially with... Uh, the things going on in my life this year would be greatly appreciated. Um, you know, kind of like someone asked me on Clubhouse how I feel about things. Um, and I appreciate the question. It's even though I did stuff for a long time before Prince passed and is still doing it now, um, I kind of feel like it's hurt me. Like if I was fresh on the scene in 2016 and just debuted on 422 that um, they want me to be more involved and just how it is. And look, 
that's not a diss to uh, the people doing stuff. I can say that I'm hurt. That's okay. Um, I don't know what the future holds. Um, I just want them to do the best that they can do and concentrate on Prince's legacy and just make it about him. So will Cristobal see released this year? I'm not certain on that, but I would bet you're going to be getting it sooner rather than later. Have I thought about starting a clubhouse group? Clubhouse was exciting for a while. I'm not a fan too much of the 18 hour shows. Um, and I, I appreciate what they do and I thank them for it. Um, you know, I want to be able to make the show even more professional and it probably would be recorded live and I'd be in the room with you guys um, after it airs a later date, but that may be happening towards the end of the year because I want to be able to get better guests on. Yeah, I get my hustle on. So we'll see about Deluxe's, Nikki. Um, thank you for that. Um, you know, of your comments. Have any thought about branching the show on Clubhouse, other platforms? Apple Rocks. It's just to record this stuff, and then I can't put it on for you guys to be able to hear it, especially when this is how I built my audience. I have no problem with Clubhouse, and I enjoy joining on the shows that um, um, Clubhouse like does and uh, Prince 3, 365 as well. So, so. I mean, for Apollonia and them, yeah, they were trying to pay the money before he passed. She didn't know the person trying to send her money. But it was around that time Prince every year kind of sent money. I don't know if it's saying making amends because me and him didn't exactly have a super falling out. So I was there like the weekend before he passed and other stuff. I know with other people, like he got close to others and he hasn't you know seen some people in some time so i can't exactly speak on that she may know more just because of them hanging out in 2014 and then them hanging out again after um denise's funeral so yeah i did have the twins on um in march for our special 3121 episodes then we had them like for two hours and um we'll see about tower of power we're broadcasting in Peacock. Uh, so I appreciate the support. Um, so you now people asking the health questions. All right. So as you guys know, um, I had foot surgery a few months back, was doing the show while recovering. Um, I was so flat-footed as a kid. And then like when I was like 10 years old, there's like a foot doctor that came up to me and they're like, if you don't get that fixed, you're going to have trouble later in life. I told my grandmother who was my guardian at the time at the brief time I was with her, instead of being in placements, she wanted to hear about it because it was going to cost money. So me working out so hard over the past few years, and then with the right foot breaking the bone on that a few years prior caused a lot of stress on my left foot. So it was so flat, there was bones about to break the skin. So we're giving myself an arch and they didn't know this until opening up my foot. 
but they opened up my foot to do the surgery to give it an arch and then they noticed torn ligaments in my ankle and i didn't realize this till two weeks after after my follow-up and then he's like you see that hole right there and i go yeah he's like you're not supposed to have a hole right there so we have put an implant here we put an implant at the bottom we put an implant in the middle so um i'm still recovering from that it's been a slower process than i thought but i am healing on time um the other issue is and look i'm the healthiest i've been in a long time the other issue is is i need to have another surgery and was told last october that it's not going to be fully covered so um then everything gets shut down because I was scheduled to have foot surgery in November, December. I wasn't able to have that till March. So I was fighting. I filed a grievance to get the other surgery covered because my primary doctor and my endocrinologist, which is a diabetic doctor, um, said that the surgery is necessary, that it could cause health issues down the road with how much weight that he's lost. We need to take care of this stuff because it's a preventive surgery. Um, file the grievance. You have the primary on your side, you have this, but they listen to the surgeon and they're still calling it cosmetic. So um, they declined my grievance. I filed an appeal. Usually people go on for this like six months to two years. I don't have that time. Again, my health is fine but you don't know what you're gonna be doing in six months to two years and it's other stuff. And since they're saying it's cosmetic instead of medically necessary, surgery is like around $10,000. Don't provide caregiver or other stuff that's needed. Um, because it's not medically necessary, you can't make payment plans. You can't get a grant. They want the money up front before the surgery. So um gonna look for stuff to sell. And I still have the t-shirts, but there's other, like that's not gonna be enough. But I am not gonna do a GoFundMe or anything because I have business that I need to take care of in July. And I don't want people to think like, oh, this is what he's using the money for, even though probably wouldn't be able to have the surgery till August. I have my um consultation next week and that's like a few hundred dollars but that'll go towards the surgery but yeah need all the money up front our medical health care system is great where you have your primary doctor saying it's medically necessary your endocrinologist saying it's medically necessary but surgeon's like oh no it's not they want you to have the stroke first and the heart attack first and these problems but um yeah i do have covered california nope not it's not um, but yeah, I don't want to do that. I'll figure a way out. I don't want to do a GoFundMe because like I said, there's trips I need to take in July, business trips. And I don't want it to look like to people like, oh, this is where our money went. So, you know, but I probably wouldn't be able to have the surgery until early August. I, if I could have had it next week instead of the consultation, I'd be doing it. And I hear it's going to be very painful. I'm going to be having drains. I won't be able to lay down flat for um, about two weeks, but um, I've talked with other people that had it and they said like it's the best thing they've ever done. 
So I need just how to find out to do it. Of course, these people were able to get medical clearance. Um, and what's funny is, is when they're, when I file my grievance, they're checking me out. Like they were checking out, uh, my pages and it was an accident because someone like liked it. And then I saw what hospital they worked for. They couldn't call me back. They couldn't have a conversation with me until they declined me, but searching it. So, you know, Canada healthcare system. No, no, no. I don't want to do a GoFundMe just because like I said, it, it just looks bad. It's a bad look, especially when I do have business trips coming up and that someone like gave me their frequent flyer miles to make those trips. So none of this, none of the money would be going to it. It's already planned, but it's a bad look. And yeah, they won't take a care credit. They won't take it. Nope. This insurance does not take a credit. I thought it was going to be that. They don't take it. We need the 10 grand when you have your pre-op appointment. So yeah, no care credit, no payment plans, and kind of rude, but you know, that's just the healthcare system. So no, I don't want to do a GoFundMe, you guys, because like I said, it's just a bad look and then people feel a certain way. I'm going to try to make deals happen and then we'll see. Um, like I said, I'd have the surgery next week, but it probably, just with the business trips in July, it probably wouldn't happen until the beginning of August. So like when people have been trying to make plans for August, I haven't been exactly responding because I probably wouldn't let people know until the day after I have the surgery that I had. I kind of like, just like you guys didn't know I had the foot surgery and I was doing shows. I had my foot up. That Stephen Hill interview where, you know, I have my foot in a cast and we're doing three hours. And I'm just like, and the most uncomfortable thing, when you have to have your foot elevated for three hours, it's a lot. So I live here though. So medical system sucks. Yes, I agree. So sorry. Um, as you saw, like I was really trying to avoid this stuff. Summer surgery was the best thing ever helped me in so many ways. Yeah. See, that bothers me because even with my foot at first, when they were delaying it during COVID, they called it elective. And I went, if my foot doctor is recommending it and saying that I have it, you can't call it elective. I hate how they categorize stuff. So here it is. If I was having heart attacks, if I was having strokes, okay, fine, medically necessary. But if we're trying to prevent it so it doesn't get to that, come on. So, you know, yeah, had a similar surgery. We talked about lots of love. Thanks, man. Hope to see you soon. Um, I'm trying to go to events. Uh, just kind of like need a need a table for now, but I don't want to be doing that because right now I think that venues and artists and DJs and performers like yourself, they um they need the support. We need to make sure that these clubs go nowhere and you guys don't have it because I'm sure the clubs aren't exactly um being very um generous right now, you know, so. That's what it goes on to. And I appreciate you before when I ran into trouble in 2012. And then you came to my aid and then Prince did, but you came to my aid first. So I've always appreciated that. Yeah, America's healthcare system sucks. 
I mean, look, and I know if Prince was around, you know, probably you do what he did when he the money then, you know, PayPal. I think the most you can do is like 13, 15 G, but that was then, this is now. He isn't here. And he took care of a lot of people in their medical bills, you know. Um, but that's then, this is now. Can I try a different doctor? Yes. Um, I went to Woodland Hills and that's who first declined me and I filed a grievance. And my primary doctor put that the surgery is recommended, that it is medically necessary and sent me to West LA. And uh, they declined because it has to be over a thing. But I'm going to still, what I'm going to do is, is I don't want to fight six months for two years. What I'm going to do is I want to have it and I'm going to continue to fight afterwards and try to get that money back. Could take time, but I don't want to be having issues because who knows what happens down the road, six months to two years. I'm still a diabetic and my sugar level past three months has been a 7.0 and um, uh, that's what it was three months prior. I thought it was going to be lower, but then again, I'm not exercising. I'm stressing kind of like about the surgeries and stuff. So yeah. Um, how's yours against any updates? I hear that she is living with her daughter now. We haven't any had any real updates on Rosie or even Sinbad for that matter, after Sinbad had his heart attack. Um, and I saw that, that they're doing something for Maserati. I want people to support that, one of the members. Um, yeah, I'm gonna try to do everything I can. I'm trying to make business deals happen for the past two weeks here in LA. Um, you know, when it comes to the shirts, that isn't going to be enough money, but it's just stuff that doesn't fit me anymore. And I never worn a lot of them are still in bags. I'm looking at right now. Um, but there's other stuff that I have and you have to understand it's material things, even though they're amazing stuff. Um, your health is a priority and our health system here is messed up. I think COVID showed that a lot. So, yeah. Part of me sees your point. It would be hard to get money already spent back. Just a crappy situation all around. Yeah. But it's like, say, say six months to two years down the road, I get approved. And then I'm on a project where I'm going to need two months off. I can kind of do that now. You know, I can kind of like pick and choose stuff. Like I said, I would have the surgery next week. It's going to be done. And I trust my doctors. I trust them. I think the situation sucks. I'm not going to go to Mexico and have stuff done there. I rather have it to where if there's any mistakes that happen and God, I hope that doesn't happen that, um, it gets taken care of. So that's what it comes down to. Um, yeah. So it's what it is. But like I said, I just don't want to do that stuff, but I appreciate it. I've been trying to do shows, trying to do other stuff. I find it funny. Like when I was like, kind of like when I took May to recover, I hear there was like people talking mess about me that do, do other shows or other stuff. And as I told someone before, look, you're never as good as people say you are, but you don't suck as much as people say you do. So you have to constantly do it. Like I said, you know, I know Paul really well, but you go back, 
you go through your vinyl, you go through the old Blackbeat articles, you go through stuff, and then we were able to ask questions that it sounded like he never asked before because everyone everyone knows about Paul and um, him leaving, but how did him and Prince reconcile? How did that all come come to be? And we were able to get that story of him hanging at Paisley and then, you know, like, who's in your band? Like, what are you doing? Like, let's do this. And then, like, when he brought up about Jelly Bean cursing, that he needs to get control of it. This is stuff that we didn't know. And that comes from doing the research. So the other people that feel the need to diss me, go ahead. Um, I try to concentrate on my show and try to make my stuff better. And I want to take this to the next level. I want things to be even more professional. And that's it. You have to constantly adapt. Just work on yourself. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Concentrate on your craft. If you don't like my show, that's fine. Don't diss it. There's things that I disagree with people and I let them know in private. That's how I do it. But if you, on Prince, the anniversary of his passing and you want to be at Paisley Park talking crap about me, it's kind of messed up. Just worry about yourself and try to keep it positive. And those are the things that's going to be. Let's worry about Prince's legacy instead of trying to tear each other down. And yeah, you know, when Prince was here, he chose me. He's no longer here. So there's a bunch of different voices and that's okay. It's frustrating. It hurts um, from my point of view, but I'm not giving up. I'm not going to go crying into a corner. I don't have any skeletons in my closet that I need to worry about. Um, I plan on being here for a bit, but I have my love of other music that I show attention to because we need everything to grow. And it's so important to have Prince to have a bigger audience and stuff. But so Jocelyn Center for Diabetes, nothing we're really aware of. Um, I've done the research and even there, there's such a contradiction of their own um, things. <laughs> like I've looked into that stuff. So Mexico's dodgy. Yeah, not going there. It's, it's, how do I put it? It's funny because they say diabetes, type two diabetes, reversible with weight loss. Uh, I'm like around the 180 mark between like 185 to 188, depending on how much sleep I get. Um, being 6'2", uh, <laughs> I don't know if me getting into the 170s would be exactly healthy. So I still have diabetes. Um, reversible with weight loss, perhaps. But it is, to answer your question, it is somewhat for diabetics in the sense that, again, diabetics, as they get older, they're more prone to get strokes. They're more prone to get heart attacks. And this thing messes with my head because I don't see myself as skinny. You know, even though I lost the weight, I'm close to what I've always imagined myself. Like you think you're badass, you think you look great. Then you go out to public and then you're like, oh my God, that's me. Or you see like photos of yourself. I'm close to where I feel that this is genuinely me, but I'm not fully there yet. So this kind of stuff messes with your head when you can't take care of the things that 
you know, look, how many primary doctors fight for you and endocrinologists fight for you? And they're just like, you know, we, we've done this stuff. I put it in that's medically necessary. I got you an appointment with a different hospital. But um, they go with the surgeon. The surgeon overrules my primary doctor. So they're calling it cosmetic and not uh, medically necessary. So one doctor overrules two. The ones that I've seen for seven plus years, this person does more to it. My insurance denies REF and back and neck procedure automatically. And I need like, reminds me, I need to like sit up straight. You know, when you sometimes like lose weight or whatnot, you kind of like hunch over a little bit. So, yeah, I, I'm not, that's why I don't post stuff like the Apollonia interview or the Sinead stuff. I don't want that stuff on my page. You know, yeah, I'll bring more hits. I'll bring more attention. I don't give a damn. You know, I could have made a show after the Apollonia thing and like probably had five times as many hits as tonight, but that's not what it's about. Like it's about Prince's legacy. That's where I got to be. And if that means me getting less hits, I don't give a damn. It's all about his legacy for me. Like I would love to not have to worry about money. You know, I have to make myself more comfortable in front of the camera. It's something that Prince was trying to do with me in 2013. But um, I had to make myself more comfortable. Like if this was it and I had to interview other musical artists that weren't just Prince, like Mariah Carey, like Taylor Swift, like Olivia Rodrigo, people that I really like, I'm okay with it. But at the same time, if I was working behind the scenes doing stuff of the Prince estate, I'd be more than okay with that too, because it's about the legacy and it's just, that's fun to me. It doesn't seem as much as work, but hey, who knows what goes into it. But um, jealous people know, and that's exactly what they're jealous of. New MPG and Maserati music whenever it drops. Yeah, the MPG was in the studio last week. I'm not so certain when Maserati is going to happen now, but the MPG is recording new music, and that should be cool. So personally, I want the Prince people to support you and put you on the payroll. You deserve it, and it would be... Whoops, it jumped... Be horrible, lose your voice. Prince would hate this. Who wants people to help you? I can't, you know, go into the whole. I appreciate the sentiment 100%. I can't go in like what he would like and not like. Um, that's just it. It's a sucky situation, but I've had to fight for everything in my life. Like, I feel once I get that happy ending that my life story is going to make such an interesting book, screenplay, movie. And I think somewhat in a way that Prince interacts with it. So it'd be a really cool story eventually. Um, but you got to get that happy ending. But yeah, I've had um, a tough life. But you know what? A lot of people had. I, I feel fortunate that I have all my arms. I have all my limbs. I may be walking with a limp right now but I still have my feet. There's other diabetics that don't have that. Um, the past two years have been, three years have been difficult. There's been some personal tragedies that I went through and some other stuff. And I think all of us, like COVID took a hit on all our well-beings. You know, I said this before, that we're gonna have something where it's like COVID PTSD that they'll find a name for it. But um, 
So, and look, I had the other healthcare provider and they're worse. So this one's good. Um, what I love about Paul Pearson is social media presence and posts are always positive, happy and uplifting. Exactly. You know, and Paul could have been someone that could have talked all this sh about Pete. He didn't choose to do it. You know, um, he had frustrating times with P for sure. Whether it was what happened in 86 or with the name of F Deluxe, but uh, here he is, you know. Peterson family is quite talented. There's been so much hatred going among the same community that was preaching love for another. I'm still preaching love for another. You just have to practice it. And like I said, you're not going to see these posts in like, I'm afraid every time there's some news on Maite or some news on Manuela, there's such vitriol. And look, they both played a part in his life at different times. Can we just let it be? Like there's just, there's so many other things and they don't, neither of them deserve it. And I know that we feel very protective of Prince and Prince isn't here to fight his own battles anymore. But we can't come from that. You can't let that negative energy control you and be with you. The searcher won't reevaluate his opinion. I had I met with her for a second time through video call. She wasn't going to do it, and that's you know he told me don't go to Willen Hills. Why would if you filed agreements with them? Why would you want them to do the surgery? So you know went somewhere else. Yeah, just take in as I as I say. Just how Prince used to say, use the internet, don't let the internet use you. When it comes to social media, use social media. Don't let social media use you. I promote my shows. I do this other stuff. And that's the whole thing is like I fought trolls for years before 2016. I don't want to do it anymore. But at the same time, it's like if the estate or whatever is paying attention to that stuff and you're not doing it, it makes it harder. But you have to be careful about what you say because I sometimes feel... I'm still trying to represent Prince. So it makes it hard. Um, it would be awesome if Prince's estate had you be involved in the preservation release of future vault releases. That was incredible, just like Howie T. Thank you. I do like the people that are involved. I think Michael Howe has done an amazing job. I do feel there was a little bit of stumbling out the gate but that's understandable. But these special editions, these other things that are going on, being able to listen about a project like Welcome to America instead of something from the 80s. And I do believe that he is putting his best foot forward and he takes a lot of the criticisms to heart. And I don't think there's as much as there used to be. I do like what they're doing. Do I think there can be room for improvement? Of course, but look, I feel the same way about me. Like I want my shows to be better. I want these other stuff. I'm hard on myself. So of course I'm going to be harder on other people, especially when it's things that I care about. Um, but, you know, some people are like, oh, you're never satisfied. Oh, you're miserable. No, it's just that, I want to continue to reach my potential and not have to worry about stuff and struggle from stuff. And when you, you know, 
almost a decade ago, almost becoming homeless. And look, I don't have family. I like person I considered my, my best friend is no longer around. Um, like that makes you worry about stuff more. So when I was almost there, it's on my mind a lot more than say with other people. I'll always be blessed because I'm pure of heart. I try. Um, we all have our something, so to speak. But like even when I was doing like the local group, the bump squad, um, like I wasn't trying, there'd be like gr- guys in other groups are like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna like offer this girl this bootleg, I'm gonna bang her. And like I was thinking like I didn't know, like, what if someday I'm like representing Prince? So like a girl that I ended up dating my first star of the fan group, like we were together for five years. So I wasn't like messing around with stuff and I don't really want to mess around like with fans like that. It feels different. Use social media. Don't let social media use you 100%. Yeah. He spoke peace and look, what people have to understand is when Prince had issues with people, he dealt with it. Like, yeah, him and Sheila may not have been talking since 2011. But if you guys heard the show in 2014, Fox Theater in Oakland, where during Purple Rain, Prince is like, you know, it's Sly Stone's birthday. And here he is. He's saying happy birthday. And then he goes, Sheila E came from here. I have so much love for Sheila. That's my sister. They weren't talking. But he said that about her. So yeah, they may have stopped talking in 2011. Things happen. But when he was in her hometown and, and saying that, I love Oakland, Sheila came from here, let it be. Let it go. I, you know, look, I snapped on Sheila before, <laughs> you know, uh, when selling the shirts with a butterfly symbol and stuff like that. Me and her are still cool. Um, that's one of the things is like people understood um, you know, like, look, I criticize Prince and that's hard to do. And he didn't shun me. Um, so when I'm making these comments to people, it's not trying to be a dick just that he allowed me to do. It. And that's why I was critical of stuff in the past of other people, but you know, it's all love. You just have to understand that he had these issues and he'd forgive. You can be all upset about, oh, she, she wrote too much in her book. Not talking about Sheila, it could be anyone. And you may have been hurt for Prince. Prince would have forgave that person. He would have been hurt. He would have moved on. Him and Paul, they have battles. Like he would be like, when you see Paul, please say this to him next time. When you see Susanna, please say this to her next time. There'd be notes. But the thing that he wanted me to say to Paul, two days later, he's seeing him. And then they're talking. So, again, Prince would be hurt. Look what happened with Big Chick. You know, he wrote Old Friends for Sale, mentions Jimmy and Terry, the two friends lost in the snow, and talked about other stuff in there. Big Chick died. He did a freaking tribute concert to pay for his funeral. I just wish more people would understand this. Prince forgave people. He would be hurt, but he forgave them. So stop. It doesn't do anything hating on these people. And they all played a part, you know, and that's what it comes down to. 
family will always be upset with each other. Most times come together and other times hate they missed out and making up before someone became becomes sick or dies. 100%. But stop trying to fight the battles for him. Yes, when people speak out of pocket, I'll say stuff or I'll do it in my own way and be direct. Um, but how is this helping Prince's legacy? How is this helping keep the lights on at Paisley Park? You know? So whether it's Sheila hate, Apollonia hate, all this other stuff, you know, it gets me upset, but I keep it to myself. And it's a conversation to have in person, you know, with these people. That's all I can say. Um, wow, we've already been talking for an hour. And let me just say, talking about that health stuff is like the most uncomfortable crap that I can talk about. Um, and there's been people over the years that helped me out. And I am so so appreciative and so thankful that even though like this is a rough patch that if it wasn't for them i would have been in a worse place so i'm thankful for that um even this you know i'm i'll be honest i'm tired of fighting <laughs> um you fight for everything your entire life and you know i kind of like someone said to me if you had a hard life growing up your second life will be better. Now, there's coming to a point where I feel that I have more years behind me than I have in front of me. And I'm kind of like figuring, well, when does it get easier? You know? Um, and even though I've been through a lot of stuff, I've, I still trust people, maybe not easily, but you can't lock people out. And of course, during the past year and a half, um, I'm thankful that I enjoy my own company because there would be months where I wouldn't see anyone. Um, you go to the store, you come back home. That's about it. I rearranged, I made a studio, did different things, um, made one room into like an exercise room, although you have 20 pound weight, so it's really hard to do anything with that. Um, read a lot of books, watch a lot of TV. Um, I'm glad that I enjoy my own company, but the past year and a half, that would be it. You know, you, you have a family member, but you know, they've had a tough life too. And it just, there's different paths for us. And I hold nothing against that person, have nothing but love for them. So, you know, yeah. Does it ever get easier? I'm not certain of that so life is hard no joke but none of us are getting out of it alive just try to do whatever fun you have along the way i feel so much responsibility like um let me put it this like there's something that i wanted so you know i treated myself to it like saved up made sure to like make sure to get like just the food that you have make sure that you're you know you take care of your bills have a little bit of money and it's something i've wanted for a while and i got it for myself and then couldn't wait to open it display it and then you're opening up the box 
and it falls out and it breaks immediately. You weren't even able to hold it in your hand and do anything. And then contact the person, they go, sorry. Um, it should have been packed better. They're like, it went to your house, it got there. That's That's not our problem. So I ordered something nice for myself, treated myself. I was so happy, wanted it out of the box, took it out of the box. It broke into like 20 different pieces. And I'm just, I didn't cry. I just went, man, my luck sucks. <laughs> Happens a lot. But like I get lucky, like when I had to like pay, pay rent earlier this month and get like a cashier's check, I left my wallet at the bank. And then I get to the gas station to fill up my tank. I'm like, oh my God, I left my wallet. Could not go to the bank quick enough. And thank God it was still there. So I feel blessed for that. Could always be worse. But um, God, one treat and then it breaks. Oh, and those things are so hard to find. Anyway. Nope. So, no go for me. If I was just being, it's living that wears you out. I am here. I don't sleep too well, but I've always never slept well, but you have these things on your mind. So, um, yeah. So like I said, I'm still here. It could be people in a worse position. I'm thankful for it. Do I have a little bit of bad luck? Yeah. I think I need to put like sage in my apartment again or some other stuff. Like I try to wear like, the snake eyes stuff or, you know, this that someone calls like anal bees, but it was sent to me from someone that was trying to give me positive energy. So I count a week later, someone else like, oh, see, that's a terrible thing. All these things um, would do stuff. It was just a little, it was just a statue and it was like at a great price. And I really liked it. They're hard to find. This was an incredible deal. And, uh, you know, I saw it in person and they're having a sale and like they had it marked wrong and I went, uh, but like you go on eBay and this thing like costs between like 200 and $300. I did not get it for that much, but oh my God, it was, the box was so beautiful. And then literally you're struggling to take it out of the box. And then the heavy part, the base part, it's so heavy. It made the other part fall out because it wasn't packaged with packing tape. And you, you hear it hit the floor. And I don't have like a carpet or I have a very thin rug. It wouldn't have mattered. It just broke into like 20 pieces. It sucked. Watch the four hours Zack Snyder Justice League movie. Fantastic. Yeah, I watched it a few months ago. I really didn't like the the four three aspect, but hey, they're bringing them back. Maybe we should get like some Prince video collection out without having to spend the money of like having it cleaned up into um, uh, full of stuff. Thank you, Patty. Yeah, I appreciated uh, Paul coming on, and he was like, "Do you need me for twenty minutes?" Like, I think we can do like twenty minutes. And I went, "Paul, dude, we can easily do a couple hours just talking." He's like, "But I've been on before." I'm like, "There's always something." You know, there's questions I want to ask Winnie and Lisa. I know they've never been asked before, but um, eventually we'll have them on too. Take melatonin. Let me tell you something about melatonin. When I take melatonin, I get crazy ass dreams. I'm talking about the dreams where you think you're falling and you hit the floor. In the dream, I hit the floor. 
And it's like, ah, so melatonin and me ain't exactly friends. I do take um, magnesium, and that's supposed to help with sleep and stuff. But I want, yeah, everyone's got a hard time, 100%. That's why it's like I'm so against the GoFundMe. If I'm on my deathbed or other things, you know, um, it's a lot. And like I said, I'd do it next week if I could. Um, but I probably won't have to do it till August in 120 degree weather while recovering from that and having drains on each side of you is going to be a good time. But I can't wait to get it and just go back, be doing um, entertainment work, business work. Uh, just want to get it over with so I can be doing these things and not delay it any further. Yeah. Yeah, this was a shop. And I picked, like, I saw it and they wanted it packed up and they wouldn't let me take it. So they packed it up, but they didn't put packing tape on it. And I frequent the business a lot and I really appreciate that place. So I don't want to like have issues with them, but he was just like, it's not my fault, man. So, you know, yeah. Crazy ass dreams with melatonin. It's just, they're ridiculous dreams. It's just like the weird stuff. And then it just seems so real. So I remember what would make you sleep gold or good. Yeah. Feel more melatonin too. No strange dreams though. Yeah. What I think about the Sun Times Deluxe Edition. It's awesome. Um, like I said, those other versions that they have, you got the look. I would love that to be put out for record store day. You know, have those different, because we want everything. If there's even a little bit of a difference, we want it. Like put a limited run of um, a certain amount on vinyl and limited run on CD, put it on digital iTunes, get that money, get that paper. Cause our asses will get it. That's why I'm all saying like they should be putting downloads with t-shirts, get four different t-shirt designs, put the download codes on the t-shirts. Us guys will buy um, four t-shirts right there. And then that's four sales. You know, Musicology 2.0. Hello. So, well, some of your favorite songs are going to release from the ball inside at Times Deluxe. As much as they diss it, I kind of like Eggplant, but I like Wendy's version. And of course, Crucial, a lot of people are hating on it. I like that it's got different lyrics. It's so interesting. Blanche is interesting. All of it is just amazing. And to know that he made that brilliance in like a year's time is absolutely ridiculous. But I do feel the more you listen to the unreleased tracks, how he sequenced side of the times, that was the perfect thing. You're going to take away a door to put in crucial. Everything in there is absolutely perfect. So if it was taking out stuff that's in the deluxe to put in for side of the times, I wouldn't do it. Side of the times, is a masterpiece. I'm thankful that we get to have all the bonus tracks. So I never contacted my congressman about anything. Oh, no, no, no. I call them the guy just, he's like, it's not my fault, man. You have to like, see what I'm doing. He's like, look, COVID has been hard. I can't be doing stuff like that. So could have done them well with urban decay. 
Well, makeup's a little bit different. T-shirt sales actually do count towards sales. Makeup, not so much. It hasn't been something that's done before. So, yeah. He said he did, and the guy said there was nothing. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Wow. Things a little bit closer than I thought for my background. Um, but, oh, wow. I appreciate you guys. Maybe we'll do... 15 more minutes and wrap up. I just hate that it even went um, that way. So, um, I was going to look at the NBA score. Man, sucks around this time of year, although it'll be NBA finals time. This is when I'd be hitting up Prince. Hey, who you got in the finals? Wow. Utah is putting a spanking on the Clippers. Oof, 13 points at halftime. Hope no one's recording and I hope I didn't blow it. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. So I'll put the donate stuff in just because we're like kind of getting close to wrap up. Let's talk about Dwayne's new book. I think it's pretty incredible. Um, I appreciate it. And like I know some people, like I talk about on Dwayne, uh, when I interviewed Dwayne, they want to go through the book so quick. I would like go through a month or two and then I'd stop. Then I'd just take it all in, you know? Um, like, wow, that was going on at this time. Like, wow, that was done over the two month process. Then the next day I pick it up again. And I'm thankful that Dwayne sent it to me so early because he knows I like to do that. And I did it with the first book as well. I don't want to knock it out. Like I'm someone like when you start getting close to the end, you're getting a little bit sad. I want to like take these things in, go through the recording process, go through what was going on at the time, you know, that whole USA for Africa thing. Like I said, like so many scandals happen now that something that happens on a Wednesday is sometimes forgotten by Friday. But that USA for Africa thing was going on the entire year of 85. Like you just had to read it and things were just slower than it was a scandal and what I was talking about, like Bob Geldof, like said, it's like to a shame of him not showing up. I know that he did. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? But he was there for the USA for Africa. And of course, Bob spoke on it as if Prince wasn't already feeling guilty enough. Sending Sheila wasn't enough and he didn't take Bob Cavallo's advice, you know, stay your ass at home. So yeah. Um, I miss talking with them. Sure as heck don't miss arguing with them. Like, I can't believe you got to understand the gall. Like literally the first time that we hung out, like within an hour we were fighting over um, masters and YouTube. But you have to understand, like when I first met Lenny Kravitz, like, and he did like the set, I went, how come you didn't do any of the new stuff? Like, here you are promoting a new album. And he's like, oh, the band only knows that. Like, even with Tony Canal, like, the last No Doubt album that they put out when I talked with him was like, oh, man, like, it deserves such a better fate and all this other stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, I agree. Like, here I was just kind of, like, shitting on it. And he's just kind of like, yeah, sorry I cursed. Um, and this is the gall that I have. Like knowing at the time, at one time, Damaris Lewis and Kate Upton were friends. 
maybe this makes me delusional. But when I first met Damaris, I go, so tell me about your friend, Kate. Like, I really had a shot with Kate Upton. <laughs> but um, I'm one of those people that they're going to try. So when people are like, how come it's taking you so long to get a girl and all this stuff? I'm all like, if I'm chasing after Kate Upton's, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't think Damaris appreciated it at all. So here it was, first impressions. Lenny, not so good. Tony Canal, not so good. Prince, not so good. But they allowed me to still be around. And even with Damaris, not like, hey, Damaris, let's talk. It's, hey, Damaris, let's talk about your friend Kate. So, yeah, Elton John wrote a great introduction to the book. So, um, but I just want people to buy the book, not download it. I love to get a third book out of Dwayne, fourth, fifth. Hits the 90s. I love my 90s, you know. Um, so that's what goes on from it. And I wonder if the estate will ever release extra level in the future. Right now we have cancel culture, unfortunately. So you got to be careful. So you like people challenge him if you win a minute. Yeah, I mean, look, I also think it helped that I was in L.A. and not in Minneapolis. Yeah, there was times where he wanted me to come to Minneapolis. I'm like, dude, it's negative 19. Let me know when it's 75. <laughs> I mean, what a fool, right? But again, this is a guy who thought he had a chance with Kate Upton. So there you go. I would be turning down Prince for that. But yeah, I mean, there was times where there was some fan doing something for free. And it was like a thing in the fan community for a day or two. So I addressed it. Just said, this is why I tell them not to have people do stuff for free because they do stuff like this. Then I immediately switched it into Purple Rain because um, now it was 2015. And I'm all like, if they want to release an anniversary of Purple Rain, Warner Brothers, ships already passed on, um, you know, doing a special edition for it because Prince at that time, he gave them the remaster. You know, it was just the nine songs off of Purple Rain. They're like, oh, where's the bonus stuff? Where's this? Where's that? They're like, this is it. So, you know, he didn't punish me for saying that he should um, pay people and not have them do for free. And then here was me kind of like, you know, talking about the Purple Rain set ain't going to come out in 2015, which it didn't. Um, did I get, hey, stop talking about that. It was someone contacting me and going, hey, Prince wants to pay you. Like he he forgot it's been a bit. And I went, is this because of what I said on social media? Because I'm still going to say something like, no, no, no. It reminded him that it's been a while since he paid you. And literally, this is what's interesting. Like around April 22nd, like 2014, 2015, I got paid by him. It would be shortly after tax time. So probably was just like how he reached out to have Apollonia paid and she didn't know who it was. Probably was about to be due another payday. But I didn't even think about that till like a year or two later. There was other things going on in my mind that had to do with 421. I agree with Prince. I did tell it uh, during um, the Paul story, so I have to check that out. So when I think about, do you live concert from your track on CD from the Sign of the Times? Lexi, I think it was one of those shows that tops the tour. 
that's tough. Like we have some shows on the tour, but they weren't exactly soundboard. Um, it's tough, you know, especially on that tour, that band was so tight. Do I know any details surrounding Prince's collaboration with Kate Bush back in the day? We're talking about for the one, was it called Red Shoe or something? Uh, I know it didn't go as planned and it was not them and being in the studio because at that time, and I still believe it, like Kate is afraid to fly. I don't think she's ever been to the U.S. Maybe she did later in life, but at that time, um, she wasn't. Um, so I was recording back and forth and there was different variations of it and her label wasn't exactly happy with the last version turned out. So don't have any details. Let's see. Music school classroom should be buying Dwayne's books. We'll see about that. Yeah. The Ear Trek CDs. Yeah, his voice was immaculate. I thought his voice was immaculate at the Atlanta shows, his final shows as well, too. Has a stream from earlier tonight been removed? I can't see it on the channel. Uh, no. I don't know if I can check it out while I'm doing it. I know it's probably on the Facebook fan page. Sometimes like a YouTube thing. You know. Let's see. There's the live after show. My channel is eligible. Do that. So let me click on the photo of me and Lenny that Matthew Bitten, Candy T Man took, which I appreciate. Yeah, it's it's up there, but with like a, a weird image. Yeah, it's there. I see it. You just have to go to my channel and look for it. So was there a time he didn't cash his check just to have us to keep safe? There would be it would be through PayPal and it'd be through bank transfers. So it's kind of like you have like MPG show up in your account, kind of like screenshot it. I did like um, I would keep like the the tax stuff that's an MPG publishing, keep stuff like that. So, you know, things of that nature, so to speak, for sure. So. Four more minutes, we'll wrap it up. Is there going to be a 40th anniversary edition for Coin Deluxe? Why not? Yeah, cash in on that, right? And they can do it better than the last one. It was mentioned that they want to add a lot more of the first original Deluxe, but at the time, that's what they put out. Yeah, why not? We'll all buy it. You know, as I said before, as a joke, like they're just trying to get stuff out of the way now. So the mistakes then so they can have it be the ultimate set when they release that deluxe edition in a few years. It wasn't trying to be a dick. It's just true. I mean, there'll be a 40th anniversary. It should be a 45th or should be a 50th, you know, just doing different stuff. So would it be in Prince Rogers, Austin and checks, whatever went to your account. MPG. I knew it was like coming from him because they like, let me know they want the routing number. And then of course the PayPal amounts would be, um, pretty high. So any artists that remind you of Prince today? No. Um, there's artists that I appreciate that people just don't understand their brilliance, but they're not on the level of Prince. Like I love Taylor Swift for 
the main reasons of dropping two albums during COVID and then re-recording her catalog, which was only five to six albums compared to Prince's when he tried to do it. But it's pretty ballsy. And she doesn't bring up his fight with the Masters because her fans are too young to know that. And it doesn't help her cause. It would lose them. But, you know, it's just very interesting. And I champion that. And I champion that she was able to put out two things. And I, I feel, you know, if Prince was here, kind of like respect that. You know, she dropped two albums during COVID. He probably would have dropped two albums during COVID. And he probably reach, would have reached out to her to do a third one. You know, I like Olivia Rodrigo. It's like speaking to a lot of people, albeit the album I think is about 38 minutes. Um, Dua Lipa, I like um, more positive stuff. But I also like appreciate songwriting. I like Bruno Mars. Um, wish he had released more material. Um, there's a lot of acts that I like. And, you know, it's probably why the girls that I meet, they think that I'm in my 20s because I know music like that. But, um, not going to talk about bootlegs. <laughs> Did I get to see Prince during Love Sexy Tour 88? I was too young. And then where I lived at the time, he literally was like a playing a five minute drive from where I was, but I had been too young to be able to get into the club. So yeah. When I purchased my copy of Rex for the release. Uh, aside from the copy that's right here, no, nah. a place uh, that I'll call electric fetus West. I mean, dude, you want me to tell where I'm going to get my stuff from when I already saw People on Amoeba's post were asking about the Haim release. Now here I am mentioning it like, frick, I want to make sure that I get that. So I'm going to be telling people where I go to. Like, I'm already bringing two people with me, you know, and they're going to be buying stuff and then we're going to be back in July. You know, you know, I have nothing but mad love for that store. But, um, you know, you're putting me into a position to where, everyone goes there and then my ass that doesn't like lines uh, gets asked out. <laughs> yeah. And I like Ariana Grande speaking of like record store day and I've been all over that. You guys can give me crap. Like, Oh my God, how can someone who likes Prince like Taylor Swift and Haim? Uh, my local record store guy would just trip on my music. He's like, sometimes I think the stuff that you buy or play, you're just like messing with us. Like who, who gets tacos putting on the Ritz? So maybe before my time, but come on, man. Gary Cooper, Sinatra, that stuff never goes out of style. Do I think Prince would have participated in these versus Instagram shows? He would have done his own. He would have competed against himself. It would have been 70s Prince versus 80s Prince. Then it would have been 80s Prince versus 90s Prince. Then it would have been 90s Prince versus 2000s and so on and so forth. Like he could have done it. He probably would have like had like one image pre-recorded or done some other stuff. Like, come on. He would have done his own thing. That's for sure. As he said, his only competition is him in the past, right? Um Dinger say don't buy your old albums, buy the new only. Oh, Taylor, yes. When it comes to Taylor's version, that's what she wants. It's tough. I already have them, but 
they sound exactly like the other album. And it's just like a cleaner mix. So Haim is amazing. Like you gotta understand, I don't know where they live, but they don't live too far from me. And I've never run into them. And trust me with how much I bump Prince, <laughs> if one of them one of them would have been like, oh, this dude. But I have, and because of just how they handle themselves, like <laughs> that makes them attractive. That's why I like Taylor Swift. That's why I like Duo. People are like, oh, Duo isn't attractive. I'm like, bro, the way that they handle themselves, that's what it's about. Um, yeah, Haim is just attractive. Like the song Step came on today. Love it. Don't skip their don't skip their stuff. Um, I appreciate them. They may not be selling like other people, but there's just something to it, you know. And I love that Taylor likes them too. I love when I was listening to the to the the song about the crime and like you know at SD's house, and I'm just like, all right, Taylor, there you go. I know people who like Prince House love opera. I don't know if I love opera. I would probably be yawning so much, but then again, you have to understand when I was a kid and I'd be singing songs in a mirror, I'd be yawning. It's I think it'd be more me forgetting to breathe than me uh, being bored. <laughs> so sometimes those happen. Love Haim. Pretty varied music taste too. So I think it's good. I'm a big fan of Led Zeppelin. I like I like Zeppelin. I wouldn't say that I'm a big fan. Um, Cashmere is a freaking classic. The first time I heard that was, of course, watching Fast Times at Ridgemount High. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to get that. And I'm like, oh my God, that album is like a double album. And I'm someone that likes physical copies of stuff. So I had to like go out and get it. And even though there's great tracks on that, it would always be going back to Cashmere. And of course, a lot of people were reintroduced to Cashmere with the Puff Daddy song off the Godzilla soundtrack. Blasphemy, I know, but hey, it got him in it, right? So, Man in the Magazine, I'll repeat, there you go, Cashmere Rocks. Look, there's other Zeppelin songs I like, but that's, the, that's my go-to. So, all right, guys, I think we should wrap it up. Um, let's see that Clipper score. Like I said, I hope I'm not ruining it for anyone, but good Lord. Oh, the jazz are wrapping up the Clippers. So I guess we should wrap up the show. That means I won't be doing anything for the rest of the night, but, um, yeah. Kesner's first song I learned on drums. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I can't play nothing. I wish that, um, just too much. Wish I had singing lessons as a kid. Wish I had instruments. I'd always get stuff four years after it was popular. Um, so whatever was popular, like when I was four, I got when I was eight. Whatever was popular when I was eight, I got when I was 12. And that's because probably my grandmother found it in like the, the clearance bin. <laughs> so... Will I keep this after show up? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to put it on podcast forms just because of me talking about my health. Um, I appreciate you guys, but it's just, it's something I'm embarrassed about and I shouldn't be having to fight 
so hard for stuff and fight um to make sure that this thing happens but uh just those things like i know sometimes like a friend of mine that had the same surgery they were able to borrow money from their folks it's a little different so um but i'm here i just want to be here for a while and uh i'll find a way you know um things are just tough right now that's it thanks miles much love man um that's it one of these days i'll get to meet you in person i'll show you some stuff on the guitar all right now hopefully wearing clothes right play man teach you how to play bambi just don't be saying it to me that jeremiah it's better with a man because not to me not there's anything wrong with that um yeah yeah you gotta fight and i've been fighting i'm tired of fighting i'll be honest but if i have to fight i'll fight um much love you guys um thanks for listening hope you guys got something out of this answer your questions no they were in decay was a little bit of a mess um glad they did it and the people that would be like he used mac the thing is is that mac they would have a lot of celebrity endorsements urban decay doesn't and they probably came correct with their paper so we'll just say that so i love you guys back um next wednesday night i hate doing this before i put it up but next wednesday night it's gonna be a show that you guys have been looking forward to a while so i look forward to putting out the flyer but getting approval from the person that's going to be on and uh yeah and then i have a hope to have someone lined up really good after that but um yeah much love you guys yeah usually i keep my stuff private i just felt like you know with you know kind of disappearing for a month but i needed to rest my foot because doing the shows while having foot surgery was a little bit difficult so yeah <coughs> much love everyone not getting sick just getting dry mouth till next time keep it funky much love and uh thank you prince much love you guys thanks <laughs>